Welcome back, listeners, for another edition of Yalzar 5th Edition Campaign. Uh, I am, am, as always, your DM, Kenny. I have, as often least the case, my four four players, starting with our paladin. Yep, that's me. I play Bork. Our monk. Uh, that would be me. I'm Frodo. I play Kenji. Our cleric. My name is Hayden. I play Ogden, the dwarven cleric. And our warlock. Hi, my name's Lauren. I play Vin, the halfling warlock. If you maybe missed last week, or just to catch you up to speed, last week our adventurers were traveling east and uh, northeast, even out of the rainforest with the blessings of the crystal spirits so far that they have collected. The three of them: Gnome, Undine, and uh, Dryad. They brought Undine and Dryad back together. The two of those spirits fused back again to form the crystal of water. Restoring peace to water as we know it. And they were attacked by a being of great power that they have referred to as the Sunderer. Believed to be either a servant of or directly the individual responsible for sundering the four crystals. And, uh, well, obviously they survived, but uh, by a threat. If you want all the details, enjoy the combat from last week's session. It's actually really fun. Alright, so you guys have spent a day and a half resting and recovering your health and, uh, you know, removing your exhaustion from the prayer that you committed to and are now ready to set back off, traveling again eastbound towards the marsh. I wave goodbye to the owl bears that were guarding us. That's right, you guys oh, were right, being were protected by a uh, circle of owl bears. All right, my book. <laughs> All right. Well, nothing keeping us here. Let's keep heading on east. Um, is it already implied that we've uh, eaten breakfast for the day? Or? Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, whatever time of day you guys left, if you can just declare that, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Indeed. All right. So straight east. Let's get to the next point of interest. All right. Um, you all travel another day or so before you can see before you the end of the rainforest, or at least the rainforest begins to get more scattered with its trees. But before you in the distance, you can see a great river, quite wide. You would dare say, you dare call it a lake if you couldn't look one way and look the other way and see that it is going in both directions. That'll take a while to cross. And you can so see that there is a... a, a so, go ahead. How, how big a cross is this, um, is this river? Um, if you had to ballpark it, a couple hundred feet. Is it moving very quickly? Not terribly so, but it's not exactly calm either. Hmm. Uh, do it look like there's like boats or anything on the river that we can see? Actually, yes. There is a ferry station right there, so somewhat right directly in your line of path. Almost as if you were guided directly to this ferry station. Oh my god, it's like divine intervention. Also, there's a way across. <laughs> and I was hoping to turn also, to a crocodile or something. Oh, see, wow. you can still do that. <laughs> we got a boat. Or Why waste them? Ferries. <laughs> Why? Ferries are for peasants, and I can just control water, part it, and we can walk across. 
Or we can not freak out the general public and just pay like normal people. Well, and how, save our abilities for when we need them. If yeah, we need them. There's that. Like, say, a boat fight. Yeah, exactly. I go, a boat fight? Ask a person and ask how it's much they're fight friends. So I'm sorry, you, you approach the ferry and ask what? Uh, how much for, for transport across the river. Okay. Um, and for so Bork, and you, you approach, it is a simple um, one family or maybe even one person uh, wooden shack, a sizable distance from the edge of the water. There is a dry stone wall. Between him and the, the the house and the water, clearly to anticipate flooding. Um, and sitting on a wooden bench out in front of the small, simple home is a sun-beaten and bored old man sitting there doing something akin to whittling. Whittling man. <laughs> I go up to him and, excuse me, sir, uh, are you in charge of this ferry? He uh, sort of ceases what he's doing and looks up at you and nods and bangs on the side of the wall that he's sitting in front of. And you can hear a commotion inside. Is he human, Rakasha, lizard folk? Oh, he's, he's, a, he's a human. Okay, interesting. Maybe a little short for a human, but a human. All right. Or a guy who doesn't. Well, still, just interesting to see a human. I guess we are kind of on the edge of the uh, jungle, so eh, it's supposed to make sense. All right, cool. All right, a moment later, a uh, small a small halfling woman comes out. She is uh, 20 words for every one he's given you, so a lot. Um, <laughs> she seems to be uh, somewhat bothered and holding a child. And looks to looks to you all after looking at what you can only assume is her husband, uh, or, or or maybe just fairy business partner, um, mm-hmm. and looks at you all and says, "You want to go across the water then?" Yes, please. How much will it be? What's it? Five of you? Five? Four horses? And the dog? I counted the dog as one horse. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yes, correct. Well, tis the time of day that we can't quite ferry. Give us an hour or two and we can get the ferry up and running and take you across. It'd be about 50 gold for the lot of you. Alright. 10 gold apiece. Sounds good. You, you mentioned that she looked bothered. Should, would I have to roll like a per, um, perception, perception uh, roll to see if it's like something not just like business? Wiser. Sure, you can absolutely do that. They might have been having a lover spat. <laughs> or, you know, she's trying to take care of a child and look at her. Nope, I got a four. I could care less. She's got one of those go I'm upset about one. something faces, and that's about as deep as you got. May I go ahead and do an insight then? If you'd like. Sure. 18 plus 6, 24. Yeah, she seems that... Uh, Obviously, having a somewhat newborn child, in addition to having what you can only assume is a layabout, uh, on a, as an addition, so having two children at the same time, <laughs> uh, okay. is bothersome. Yeah. Um, 
It's it's weird though. You get the impression that they don't often get visitors, yet they run a ferry station, which would make you think that they are not adverse to visitors by any means. My guess is they probably set up the ferry uh, business, you know, in the hopes that some lumberers would want transportation across the uh, water. Either way, an hour is fine. Fifty gold sounds great. Ten gold apiece. Um, since Tom and Karn's not here, I'll go ahead and pay for his. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask the woman if she needs any chores done, wood chopped, whatever. I mean, we're here for an hour. She's got a newborn. Um, she gladly takes you up on that and proceeds to put you to washing clothes. This would be a great time to have prestidigitation. <laughs> yeah. Unsoil all the clothes. All right, what else you got? Tenchi <laughs> uh, asks if there's anything you can do to like, help get the ferry ready or speed this up. Um, I, so the, uh, old, the older man um, sort of stands up after he realizes or that you all have made the deal um, with the halfling woman. He stands up and... I mean, he looks about as weathered as leather in the sun, you know? Mm-hmm. But he has a spring in his step and goes down to the ferry and begins to put it to order right afterwards. And any attempt to ask to see if you could assist him in any way is turned down with either a dismissive shake of his head or sort of like a, you know, a bothersome, like, leave me alone while I'm working hand gesture. I uh, offer to help entertain the child if the woman has other business to attend to. No, it's my choice, not yours. That's fine. Um, so not you know, like I said, not a lot of time has to pass before the ferry is in moving order. The chains are rigged up. The <clears throat> everything is put to to to, to work. And uh, the old man shouts for the first time, almost a, like a whistle, rather, and uh, calls you all to attention to come to the ferry. All right, I give him my attention. He gets on the ferry and just sort of like waves you all to, to join him on it. We do that. Onto the boat. All right. And so. You're not sure if it's his bones rattling or the chains clanking at first, but then you realize that he is a lot stronger than he seems to look on the outside. Um, as he begins to work the ferry's chain and pull the ferry along the water. I forgot that's how ferries work. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, he goes to it. You guys uh, notice, actually, wait. Do any of you have uh, ties to the Adventurers Guild? Orc, I think you might be the only one. I don't know if I do. I thought Orc was had military. ties to a church, a military. That's right. So, That's I'm right. Not tied to the military. That's yeah. right. I was a cavalry soldier. Yeah. If okay. anyone, I think it might have been Harmon Karn, but. Yeah, I knew. Yeah, I, I thought one of you guys had ties to the Adventurers Guild. Then, because I seem to recall the uh, gnome. Uh, the Halfling Brothers, uh, no, Brothers no, Heart. Brothers. They were gnomes. They were gnomes? They were yeah, gnomes. I remember their guard saying, hey, if you're part of the Adventurers, go keep it to yourself. Bane? 
Were you part of the Adventure Field or no? No, I don't think okay. so. I think that was just a general warning that was given out then. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I think it's common enough knowledge you guys would notice. Um, on the cloak clasp that this older man is wearing, um, above little else, I mean, he's wearing pretty modest clothes, but he also seems to prefer comfort. You notice that the clasp of his cloak is a old insignia that looks a lot like the Adventurer's Guild insignia. Uh, knowledge history check on that? Sure. Nat 20, so 24 total. Um, <clears throat> he, uh, he mentions, uh, no, he doesn't mention shit. Um, the, the symbol that is the insignia for, um, that makes up his cloak class is actually an out-of-date Adventurer's Guild symbol that was, hasn't been used for almost a hundred years. Well, he doesn't seem like one to make small talk, but I uh, I go ahead and just kind of offhand mention that's a pretty fancy class you got there. <laughs> so between grunts and groans of pulling this chain, he sort of looks up to you and nods and takes uh, pauses for a second, takes his clo- cloak off and kind of drops it on the ground and holds the clasp up as if like expecting that you wanted to look at it. Yeah, sure. I, I go ahead and just take it in the palm of my hand, examine it. Yes, confirm that it is indeed the older adventure syndrome. Hand it back to him. <laughs> he uh, takes it and sort of rolls up one of his sleeves, revealing a tattoo. Uh, the tattoo is actually uh, something that would hearken to Bork. Um, there is few tales of legendary half-orcs that have changed the history of the world. But you would know this symbol. Because one of the one of those few half orcs that have made a undeniable mark on history is a orcish man named Borsh, <laughs> and he was one of the four heroes that saved the world when chaos attempted to corrupt the crystals eighty years ago. Yeah. Huh. And Neat. before his time as this fabled hero of history, he also served in a military. He served yeah. in one of yeah. He served in one of the militaries of Yalzar Majora, and the the symbolism in this man's tattoo is would depict him as coming from the exact same like bl- platoon unit whatever um, as Borsh. So it's probably pretty good odds that he knew him. Wow, you inadvertently have a name very similar to a great hero. <laughs> Yeah, I, I noticed that when I was kind of like going through my notes of previous campaigns. I was like, shit, that's almost, that's got to be almost on purpose, but it would be impossibly on purpose. <laughs> Inadvertent ancestry, anyone? Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe, nice. who knows. <laughs> we shall see. But yeah, that's kind of cool. So I, <laughs> after, uh, after spending not too awkwardly long examining his tattoo, I say, that's very neat. And allow him to get back to his work. <laughs> yeah, he takes his clasp and puts it, just sort of drops it on the cloak. Uh, I ask him if he inherited that from you know, his father. Shakes his head. No, I fought. You, you don't look old enough. Well, funny what being comfy and retiring in the old country will do. <laughs> Tension just nods his head. Well, he's still awfully spry. 
despite his age. So he's able to hoist his boat all the way across the river. <laughs> Can I do like a perception check to see if he's like, I don't know. Boastful? Actually human. You may absolutely do that. Or if he's like, if there's anything funny about, I mean, you know, it's weird that this guy sure. is super old and still. The wizard was like 93 years old, and yeah. humans being that old is rare. Yeah. So, but he's also a wizard, so, so they cheat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got a uh, 20, not 20. Um, you noticed that uh, upon really turgid, um, turgid is probably the wrong word, but under really a thorough inspection of him, there does seem to be something off about the way this man's shape holds. Interesting. He's a witch. Smite him with fire. No, I'm kidding. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And, uh, you do notice that he is wearing a, a single, very fancy ring. A ring? Yes. Uh, what's on the ring? Like, what does it look like? It's a relatively simple golden band, but has a prominent uh, emerald on its face. Okay. Oh, well, I'm going to stop pestering the guy and let him uh, continue working the chain so he can get us across the river. Yep. <laughs> Are we high up above the water? Um, no, not really. Okay, that's probably just gonna like swirl his finger or his hand in the, in the water as we go by. Yeah, I mean that's absolutely something. Suddenly, you can do. a kipper bites onto your finger. Right. Dude, that time. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, it's just a piranha. Hold on, I'm on a So I'm gonna ask the guy um, how he and his family got out here. Why they decided to move to the uh, rainforest. I feel like she might have a better uh, chance getting an answer from the woman. Who's not the on the boat. Oh, she stayed behind. I didn't catch that She's part. a kid, dude. She's going to take care of the kid. Yeah, no, it's it's just you It's just you guys and the, the older man on the ferry. Oh, that makes sense. Um, so he does respond. Uh, he sort of uh, rests the chain, and like you can see him engage some sort of mechanism that locks the chain in place. And he sort of wipes his brow uh, and goes, well, I suppose it's about break time anyway. You guys are about halfway through the the river. And uh, so he walks over to a couple of, like, crates that are on there and pops a squat next to one of them and sitting on his cloak and uh, reaches into the barrel next to the crate he's sort of leaning on as a chair and looks back at you and goes, I'm sorry, what was your question? And he pulls out a big ripe orange out of the barrel, starts to peel it and eat it. Uh, how did you come to be out here in the middle of nowhere? Oh, oh, um, well, I was, as you can tell, he sort of points to the insignia on his cloak clasp. Um, I used to be uh, an adventurer from the Adventurer's Guild, and you make pretty good money doing that, as you might know. And so after I made some money and made what some might call a mistake, I took my new wife 
and decided to find somewhere that I could relax my later years away. Okay. And well, it looks very nice out here, very peaceful. Very much so. Nothing quite like the wars and fights that I used to know. Although I hunger for it sometimes, and sometimes I go hunting in the woods, uh, the, the rainforest, but I don't tell my wife that. Have you ever uh, come across any of the Wakasha or lizard folk that are denizens of the forest? Oh, I've, I've seen them. I don't know if it was the same that you all might have encountered, but uh, I, I definitely have seen them. We don't, they don't much leave the forest. Yeah, makes sense. Well, seems like you got a nice little cozy life here. Oh, hold on. I need to get my dice. He's doing a check. Parmy wants to uh, mention the fact that there's obviously not too too many visitors out here, but the other Parmy doesn't want to be rude about it. So I think I might just say nothing. <laughs> so he sort of, um, after a big, like, huge bite, um... Of his, uh, sorry, hold on. Technical difficulties? Um, no, just one of my other things that I have, one of my other programs just beeped, and I didn't want it to be a fucking issue in the future. Gotcha. So I closed it. Um, so he looks at, uh, Vin, and said, and he sort of, like, holds his hand up, his other hand up that has the ring on it, and goes... I noticed you noticed my uh, my ring. Would you catch take a look at it? Sure, it's very beautiful. Sort of holds it out so you can look at it, but doesn't take it off. Okay, um, I'm gonna do a uh, perception check. Just check it out pretty closely. Okay. Got an eight, but okay. it's a very pretty ring. Uh, it seems perhaps odd that a man and living in the middle of nowhere would have such a fancy ring, but it's just a fancy ring, considering he was an adventurer. There's probably been dozens of occasions during his career as an adventurer where he could have just found a very pretty ring and decided to keep it. There's no, like, iconography on it? Or... Yes. Uh, it's it's kind of like um, a serpent that goes all the way around his finger, and a pair of serpent-like heads clasp the emerald that's on the front of his finger. That sounds uh, pretty badass. It's it's so, pretty nice. Remind me how my uh, scrying on stones work. Do I have to physically touch yeah. the thing? Okay. Uh, yeah, you have to be in direct contact with it. All right. Uh, I might just go ahead and do a uh, stone crafting check just to see if you know if one it is indeed a uh, emerald, and uh -huh. if there's like anything else about it. But he's just sort of munching this. Orange and sort of just letting you have that. So, if you care to, yeah. you're more than welcome to. Can I go ahead and touch it then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please don't take it off. I like to keep it. Yeah. So I go ahead and just lay. Uh, I take off my gauntlet first, so I can touch it once again. Sure. Put your finger on it and go ahead and do a uh, a <laughs> scry history on the uh, stone. Yep. And of course I roll shit, but with a plus sixteen, that yeah. is still twenty three. Um. It is undeniably a magic ring of some kind. Uh, em emeralds and gemstones of all shapes and colors often get cut in this fashion when being set into a magic ring. 
So what fancy battle did you have to fight to get that ring? Oh. Let's see. You all ever heard of Rat's Beak? Of Rat's Beak? Rat's Beak. Rat's Beak. Should we uh, make history checks for that? If you'd like to. I got an eight, so probably not. Work got an eleven. Seven. You know I just need to cut all that out, right? <laughs> um. Okay. So an eight, a seven. Ben. I got an eleven. Okay. So, not a whole lot. Yeah, I didn't catch what Frodo's was, but I assume it wasn't that great. Seven? Yeah. Yeah, no, none of you guys have ever heard of Rat's Beak before, but could obviously assume from the context of a sentence that it's a place. Mm. Uh, He goes, oh, it's a wonderful place. You should really go sometime if you ever find yourself on the open ocean. Weird, though. It has a habit of moving around. Oh, interesting. So it's a boat? It's not quite a boat. It seems like a... Island, it sounds like. It seems like it's a pier, or like a marina in the middle of the open ocean on some lonely sandbar. You, I, used, I was on a ship, you see. The captain was a lamia, and in her keep she had two full orc men with funny names, and neither of them spoke. And, uh, well, we were on, me and my friends, my adventuring friends, were on the boat, and we went to this place, and after winning a couple rounds of a game of cards, I decided that that fancy ring on a gnomish, gnomish man's finger would be my prize. And I've held it with me ever since. Hmm. Interesting tale. Out of character, sure. this whole uh, uh, peak that kind of moves around in the uh, the, the um, pier that moves around in the ocean kind of reminds me of uh, the Life of Pi. If you've ever seen that. Oh uh, yeah, I suppose in a way. I actually did not even intend that in the slightest. By the way, audience, great movie. If you've never seen your, seen it, do yourself a favor. Or or a great book. I've heard. Or a great book. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah that, yeah, that, 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 that production has a pretty legendarily horrible track record of how they treated the people and the animals. Wow. Mm-hmm. So see it. <laughs> yeah. See it. So, so steal the, the movie. The, the blood, sweat, and tears that these people made and then didn't get paid for. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, anyway, you guys have the other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, D&D. yeah Dungeons life. and Dragons. And so, any other in- inquiries to this old man as he finishes eating his uh, orange? Have he had? Have you ever um, actually encountered Borsh? Oh, I've heard tales of him. Yeah, wasn't in your regiment then, or though? Oh, yes, yes, of course. I never met him. There was a couple hundred of us, you see. Then again, hard to tell one half-orc from another. True. Especially when you're all wearing the same armor. Yeah. <laughs> that's racist. And we're, we're exactly sure as to who. No, that's platoonist, I think. 
Uh, and racist. He said all that or it's the same. Regardless. <laughs> racist. Anyway, so I wasn't able to scry just by touching the emerald. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Great. I forgot I'm about that, that part. I'm going to make a point to keep my eyes closed so that he doesn't see the whites. Okay. How far and back in time would you like to go? Um, I'd kind of like to just get a, a brief overview of uh, from from uh, when it was created to the, the last couple of owners. Okay. You see a flash of it being hammered out in undeniably the forges of the great dwarven capital city. Oh, okay. It gets traded in a mm-hmm. port town because you can smell the salt in the air. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it, it trades a couple hands in a game of dice on a boat. Then, mm-hmm. at a card table surrounded by all manners of pirates, you see a half-orc triumphantly take the, the ring from a gnomish man and put it on. Half-orc, you said? Yep. Well, orcish, but... Interesting, and now it's in his possession. Right. Um, can I do a knowledge history to see if that half-orc was forced himself? Sure. That's a nat 20 on my knowledge history, so uh, 24. Yeah, 24? Yeah, yeah, that was undeniably Borsh, the, the hero of legend. Hmm. Interesting. As I come out of my scry, I, uh, I, I uh, lean over to Orc, uh, kind of, you know, trying not to be too terribly obvious. Right. So, actually, Borsh is um, used to old man. <laughs> the, the old man, you know, fin- having finished his orange and seeing that you're kind of done, analyzing his ring, sort of gets up and goes, well, better get you guys across the second half of this river. Oh, yes, much appreciated. And goes back and starts pulling the chain more. You should, uh... Or you should see if he'd be willing to sell it to you, because it might come in handy. Oh, she had a different idea in mind. She's not a rogue in this campaign. I know. No, I, 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 he won it in a game of cards. I'm wondering if he would be willing to gamble. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. Yep. Uh, here's how the oh, man that shit eating grin on Kenny's face. Here's how the paladin comes planning this. Ah, <laughs> uh, too good. <laughs> All right. I should write books or movies, man. I agree. I agree. All right. So, do you guys interact with him anymore before you get to the other shore? Nah, I think she's still playing with the water. Okay. When we get to the other shore, or the other side of the shore, um, Orc is going to, you know, kind of look at the, the guy and be like, so, um, you said that you, uh, won that ring in a game of cards. Are you any good at dice? I'd say I'm twice as good at dice as I am at cards. Oh. Jump for <laughs> mm. Um... Would you be willing to um, play a game of dice for your ring, and I I could see what I have on on my person to to. Well, I'll never turn down a game of dice. You'd have to give me a pretty substantial offer for this ring. I'm quite attached to it. Perfect. Yeah, 
What about my 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 parapet of wounds? Ooh, I did notice you wore that necklace. Hmm. I would need it to be that and something else. It's a very powerful ring. I'm sure you all have taken notice to that by now. It is very magical. Yeah. What to do exactly? Have we? Well, I suppose yeah. I'll tell you if you win it. Looked at its history, not what it did. That's... We also noticed that it was a very. You guys don't know that I looked at its history. I just yeah. told Bork that, hey, that's Force's old ring. Right, and I don't know that in character. Yeah, exactly. Saying that. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> Lauren, I love the beard mustache or the uh, hair mustache. Hey, what a what ability is um, dice rolling based off of? Is that just random luck or or? It's, it's, it's it has a proficiency yeah, it's it's a it's a tool set sort of thing. So whether or not you have proficiency in it is whether or not you have proficiency in dice games. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I couldn't. Like, uh, slap enhance ability on Bork and, you know, tip the up in his favor, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to have anything that, that increases my proficiency. Nope. <laughs> um, didn't I, didn't I get one of those things for drawing pictures? For oh, an inspiration? You did. I did. Yeah, I guess you could use it. <laughs> That would give her advantage on this, so that would probably be a good idea, actually. Okay, I still need to come up with something else, but it can't. <laughs> um, I don't own that many things. He might even be willing to uh, gamble just for coins as well. Uh, Throw like 50 or 100 gold in the pot, see what you can get. But I, I just put 50 gold uh, coins plus the parapet of uh, wound closure. I'd be have to be a thousand coin. <laughs> oh, I mean, crap. As Tenchi spits out what little water skin he has. Mm-hmm. I have 197. That is all I have. Um, I can carry you in. <laughs> I guess oh, I'm going to I think his disease is already manifested in the world, right? I know one thing I can I guess I really have nothing to be able to do. I know one thing that people will be Ooh, I'd say no. Okay. <laughs> you okay. might not even know what that is. Okay. No, well, the fact that he's traveled so much. And considering who they are? Yeah, right. Yeah. I'll, call, I'll come back to you. There you are. We have the uh, lantern that shows things that can't be seen. Or the alchemical jug that we're sure you want to hear every day. I keep forgetting we have that thing. I keep forgetting what? we have a lot of things. Yeah, right? I, I assume we just, like, drink beer out of it at night. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably a safe... Especially our... It's like, what, a gallon of beer? Yeah, it's yeah. something ridiculous. It would it would even make a dwarf blush. Oh, I have my... He, te- he, he says oh, that the yeah. uh, the, the alchemy jug would be... Plus the, the, the necklace would be acceptable. So what? The jug plus the necklace would be acceptable. Considering we don't use either of those things, yeah, so you're uh, so you're, you guys are willing to to put the jug into the, the pot. I'm not in this race. I, I, I ask if I can fill up my water skin with ale before we give the jug away. Sure, I'll have that ale tomorrow. Exactly. In we case just, we don't we have, we just it. take all the supplies out. <laughs> yeah, no, I go ahead and fill up my uh, my water skin with ale. I'm 
okay. I'm happy for today. Okay. <laughs> so you, you, you two, he sort of puts in the locking mechanism to lock the, the ferry in place and rolls out his cloak like a game mat and sits on one end of it. And, um, well, we are at the other end of the river by now, right? No, not yet. Uh, we're close to it. Oh, okay. We're yeah. just stopping to gamble away yeah. very valuable things. He's obviously yeah, right. very, very we're eager to, to play this game. <laughs> he wants more magical stuff. Uh, uh, can you blame him? He's kind of in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Why don't we just do a street That and an alchemical jug. I don't think he's going to give up the ring. Um, and so you you put the, the, the parapet and the jug on the ground, and he goes, oh, the wife's going to love that. I bet. So, I still kind of hope, <laughs> wish we knew what the ring did before we yeah. gambled away. I have to text magic, but that just says, yes, it's magic, no, it's not magic. I well, think it can also tell you the school of magic. Yeah, you can also look at it and tell you. It's a 10-minute task, though. Yeah. Well, that's only if you're casting as a ritual. I think regular tech magic isn't the standard. Yeah. I only know it as a ritual. Never mind, then. But then the game's over. So Lauren. what what does inspiration do to my my dice playing ability? It, it makes you have an advantage. You have advantage on the roll. You do that. Yeah. Lauren. I'm gonna use my inspiration for this then. Alright, go ahead. Let's do this. Alright, so that means you roll your D twenty and add you roll your D twenty twice. Take the highest one and then add your uh rolls. Don't fuck it up! Um, Don't say that! Horrible person! This kid is just <laughs> Yeah. It's like, I'm about to rob them of all their good things. Wow. Did you seriously? I just seriously. Wow. Would you just roll? Two 16s. Hey. Plus your proficiency? Don't forget that part. Which should be 19 for both of them. Well, I mean, you only take one. Well, right, yeah, but... It's... Either way, it's the same one. He wins with a 23. Damn! Sorry, guys. <laughs> and he he takes the magical items and sets them next to him, and then pulls out a coin purse, and pours out at least two thousand coin worth of platinum, and asks, "If you cannot tell the wife, I'd be willing to bet almost all of this coin for more." I I think you have a problem, sir. I, I say. <laughs> We don't have anything that's worth that much. I, I say that is an impressive amount of gold for a ferryman way out here to be holding. But that isn't gold. He's, he's true. He's an adventurer. That is true. He wasn't. Yeah, all right. So, so you know, did all that shit. He might be interested in this, and I pull out the uh, turtle body rattle for the uh, summoning lizard folks. Hmm. It's summon the lizard folks at any waterhole in the jungle to your aid. Hmm. What would this be worth to you? He sort of picks his fingers and like places them on two of the platinum coins and pushes them forward. Only, only two. That's two hundred gold. Oh, okay. I'm used to uh, three five rules where a platinum is ten gold. Oh, you're absolutely right. It is. Um. Yeah. So he pushes forward twenty then. All right. You uh want to try again there, Borg? I don't think I have my inspiration. Oh, yeah, you, you no longer have yeah. inspiration. But you're also the only one with proficiency in uh, decks. Or are you just going to cut your losses? I think I'm just going to cut my losses. I mean, I mean but I what good is this uh, 
Rattle doing us. We're leaving the rainforest, right? That's kind of what I was thinking. He still if you want me to, I'll, I'll try. Yeah, go for it. Oh, I, I am correct, though, in the fact that my inspiration is gone. Correct. Yeah. All right, well, don't hate me if I lose. No. Fucking damn it. Another 16. That's three 16s in a row. Yeah, but so. you, you do beat him. Hey! Hey! So you get 200, 200 gold. Yay! Yay. He Yay. goes, another round, I'll double it. 400? Against what? The, 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 the rattle. Oh, the rattle. Yeah. Just the rattle. Okay. So he's offering 400 gold against the rattle. Yeah, he's asking double or nothing. Yeah. You could walk away out of this with 600 gold. Well, no, that's not how double or nothing works. I mean total, because she just won 200, right? That's not how double or nothing works. 400 or Or nothing. Oh, gotcha. Double or nothing. Okay. (laughs) Come on. Sorry, I don't gamble often at all. I was really only sure. in that brand. I don't either. Right, but 400 gold is 400 gold, right? Still. <laughs> Think about it. If you just get this so, long string of things, you can just buy the rings from it. <laughs> I'm looking at these magical items and that pile of platinum, and I'm like, what kind of adventurer were you? Um, <laughs> a really successful one, because... No, look at the not a really successful to. one, just a successful one. Right. The... The wife, the the wife doesn't like magic items very much. So I, when we retired to the country, I sold most of mine. Mm. Wait. So if she doesn't like magical items, won't she have a few choice words for you with that by bringing home an alchemical jug? Well, I think that's useless. Yeah, she likes wine. She likes beer. She she could find use for those things. What is she, what is she, you know, but she doesn't want me to keep the huge fiend slaying great axe that I used to own. Man. You can always get rid of the ball and chain and take the axe. Tenchi, that's not appropriate. (laughs) Sorry, I'm still bad on social media. (laughs) Um, So, double or nothing for the rattle? Okay, sure, fine, whatever. Look at that, I'm moving up in the world. Uh, 20. You beat him? Not 20? No. No, oh, 17 plus. plus. Three, so you beat him? That's 400 gold. All right. He looks back at his coin and looks at the coin that he's about to give you and goes... He's, you can see him like sort of like rubbing the ring. Mm-hmm. If the money goes missing, my wife is going to hate me. I'll give you the ring if I can keep the gold. Okay. What one, about the one, uh, Eric and the uh, alchemy job? One, one condition. You have to keep a secret. Okay. Sure. You just keep a Do secret. They, probably they, never they gonna know, secret. or is it just me? I mean... You'll all know the secret. I, ha- I, I can't say okay. it quietly. It's going fast, man. Yeah, right? Yeah. So, I... I give you back the 400 gold, he, he, and, and I get the ring? Yes. Okay. 
And he keeps a pair up in the alchemy jug, it sounds like, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, just to make sure. And he goes, all right, you can't tell nobody. Who's nobody? He takes off the ring and hands it to you. A moment later, he turns into a half-orc. <laughs> it is a ring of polymorph. Or it's disguised self or something. Um... Doesn't your wife gonna be a little uh, confused, weirded out by this? She knows. Huh. Oh. Are you by any chance bored? Um. No. Yes. So. <laughs> so, uh, not Borsh. What does the ring do? As a matter of fact. Well, if you're adventurers like I am, and you can't put that together after what you just saw, then I'm not sure that I can help you. <laughs> put the ring on. Put the ring on. puts the ring on. You turn into a well. Let's let's say, uh, imagine a humanoid form. You take it. Okay. Is it at will? Just like take a humanoid form. It's disguise self. Oh, okay. So, Borg now looks like a human. And is it so long as they, that you wear the ring, the effect is in place? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. He just took it off and he became a half orc. So, um, Jesus. I just Were want you to the say kind I of call kid? this guy not being human. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. So, not, not, not Borg. Um,. Just want to say it's an honor. It would it, it it would be uh, if you know people were who you're thinking they were are. Uh -huh. Is you know I'm almost wondering if the ring might actually be more useful to him because he's trying yeah. to maintain a low profile. Yeah, but well, he gave it to us. Yeah, he did in exchange for not taking all his uh, gold. So why would we just give the ring back and walk away? I'm not saying just give the ring back. I'm saying trade it back for all my stuff. Back for the uh, prize and the alchemy joke. What would you think of that? Because I mean, let's face it, you're obviously not trying to draw attention to yourself, correct? Uh, I fear nothing. All right. I wouldn't either if I were you. How, did, how does a half orc look to be that old? Oh, uh. A friend did magic. Them <laughs> um, um, darn magic doers. Diet and exercise, man. That's what it is. Wouldn't have been old. Uh, yes. Yes, it was. Well, well, it's because of Olgrim that we were in the uh, forest trying oh. to uh, accomplish a goal. He's still alive? <laughs> That's what we said. That's what the Dwarven Kingdom said. Wow. But yes, he is still very much alive and as far as I'm aware, is the only person who can actually teleport other people. Yeah, he was yeah. very popular for that magic. Yep. So, he's doing well, by the way. Have you been to well, Detroit? Not yet. That is on our list of places to visit, though. Uh, We're on a tourist street. If, okay? if you meet the queen of Detroit... Tell her to send letter for me, and I'll come home. All right. Will do. 
as Ogden's making a quick little note to himself. So, tell the Queen of Detroit that if she needs you, send a letter. She'll, she'll, she'll want to. Tell her. Do you, do you know where your acts of, you know, the team killing went to? By oh. any chance? Yeah. He, uh, he reaches in his, in his bag that he put the coin in and pulls out this giant fucking great axe. <laughs> oh. He had us all believe he didn't have anything. Oh, man. I assume that must be a bag of holdings. Screw you. <laughs> yeah, yes it is. Oh, so you still have it. Of course. Look oh, at this thing. Like, that's probably his namesake. That is it, what made him... That's what I would he also defeats the defenders. It might be kind of important. I'll, I'll give you back the ring for the, the, the thing and we'll help the weapon. He points to it with one hand like this. Like, this? I killed a dragon for this. <laughs> yeah, we'll throw in the rattle. And you can take the bride and alchemy jug. Although I am really going to miss that ale. He um he grabs up his things and um <laughs> sort of says That's a very valid point and uh, takes one of the barrels that he was playing with that he was sitting near before and like puts it near the center of the ferry and like pulls the barrel apart you know wood splinters everywhere Mm -hmm. Uh, and then there seems to be like a tiny like adorably small catapult on the ground Uh like something that you would use to catapult like grapes yeah (laughs) yeah and then he reaches into his bag grabs a, a a a pinch of some kind of powder and like sprinkles it over the catapult it turns into a full-size catapult. He climbs into the cup and yells, Hey, if you see the old lady back in Detroit, tell her I got to use the cat- the orcapult again. And he hits the fucking rope. The orcapult. The orcapult. He flies oh, back towards going. the fairy house that you first met him at. So, he launched himself over the river? Yep, back to the house he was from. And just leaves the boat in yep. the middle of the water with us. Yep. No. He didn't leave any of that shit. Okay, so I'm just gonna start pulling the chain, get the thrust river. Yep. How did this happen? Don't ask me. You're asking the wrong person. I'm gonna piss him off enough to make him catapult himself back to the fallen chain. You're a very pissing off person. Uh, a, a moment later, uh, the, the what he called the orcapult uh, vanishes. Oh, I don't even get to keep that. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm some dumb, stupid human. You do get. Wait, did we get the ring back? No. No, she still no, got the ring. You got the ring. Of course, you got to meet your hero. We'll get you a new one. I mean, you're only down a private of healing and an alchemi- alchemical jug that we forgot we had. Dude, context. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. There are some things even I get. Yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> so. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so ring a borscht. Makes you look like a stinky old human. No, it makes him look like a bold borscht. 
Do I get all the benefits of the humanoid that, that no. I transform into? No. We keep your own. Yeah. It's yeah. disguised self. You don't you don't change who you are, you just change what you are. No, if you know I changed into like a, a, a dwarf or whatnot, I get the size benefit of not being too big. Um, no, no actually dwarves are medium creatures, so you still wouldn't get that anyway. I mean, even if you turned into a if if you turn into a halfling, you actually still physically take up the same space. Uh, you're just a really big halfling. I guess. And you know what no, they no, say no. about forcing his physical space? No one. No. Nope. Okay. Nope. I'm guessing some sort of dick joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, you guys managed to drag the ferry across the rest of the river with no real consequence or hiccups. Um, and the moment you, you get across, you, you can, uh, and step off, you can, um, hear the, the Borsch, not Borsch, uh, yell from the other side of the river, thank you! And then you can see him, you can see him, like, pulling the rat, the fairy back by himself. Hmm. I'm still not sure why he did that all of a sudden. Exit strategy. I guess he didn't want people touching his axe. I don't know. Can't imagine why not. But, uh, yeah. So that happened. Yep. I, well, he's an eccentric in retirement. Yeah. It's funny what, what being twice the normal age of a half-orc will do to a half-orc. I guess so, it yeah. Makes paranoid. Yep. Or just keeps putting on the ring and taking it off and putting it on. Every time so you turn time in, I'm great, I'm flush, I'm great, I'm flush, I'm great, I'm flush. Yeah, it's I mean, becoming it, a new thing every time. Yeah, yeah, whatever whatever humanoid form you care to take, you turn into every time you take and put on the ring. Does he have to remain the same gender, though? No. Alright. That has tactical benefits. When and if... <laughs> Bork ever turns into a, a female human, I say, like, ooh, ooh, keep this one. Hold on a second. You keep your eyes away from me, sir. You're kind of easy on the eyes. Just don't come in there. I know we've been on the road a while, but come on. <laughs> Bork slaps him. Anyway. You're a, yeah, like a girl. You're a paladin and you're a cleric. Both of you, I'm pretty sure, have taken vows of chastity. Don't make assumptions about my character. <laughs> did you did you just did you assume, assume my alignments? Did you just uh, did you yeah, just right. assume the vows of my god? <laughs> Are you kidding? Morden loves getting drunk and fucking. That's probably true. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's an adventuring dwarf. Yes. Anywho, uh, so you guys see a pretty rough path cut through the the grasslands that can quickly, in the distance, be discerned as turning into marshlands. Okay. Don't we can either go through the marsh, marsh, or we can go around it. Right, but there's a town in the marsh somewhere that we need to go to to get supplies for for winter. Hey, uh, don't hags tend to live in marsh, marshy areas? It's a hag. You'll find out when we meet one. They're ugly. They're like this, and I put on the ring and I turn. What color? <laughs> I go, oh god, take it off, take it off. Oh no, keep it off, oh god. What, what kind oh, of hag? Awkward fear, doesn't know what's going on, and tries to punch for <laughs> when, when you give a player a nice thing. <laughs> yeah, right? 
They just find every way to fuck with you. There's your first book when you give a player nice things. Yep. Alright. So, do you guys want to go down the path? There is a... (laughs) There is a a crossroads sign. Uh, one pointing down the path to which you came um, is it just says thrombic and north it says uh, fields and back the way you came it says uh, Yumdi River the not horse river <laughs> So, which way do we want to go? Cut straight through the uh, marsh. That's still my vote. It's the shortest way. There's a town there. Now, let's talk logistics. You've gone wrong. The marsh is typically wetlands. We're all riding mounts. We also have water-based abilities. Yeah, but our horses don't. No. Can walk through marshes. If I can walk can... through a marsh, so can they. Has anyone ever seen also the never-ending story that? where, you know, Atreus' poor horse, what the hell is his name, sinks into the quicksand? That's quicksand, not Dies. <laughs> I cried. What of it? <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a touching scene. <laughs> what the hell was his name? Yeah, I read it and saw the movie, and the book was so much better. What, what was it? Uh, like Altrax? You read a book? Dude, I, I can't you read. You read a book? I'm so proud of you. Hey, you hey, hey, hey. For what it's worth, that was before the internet, okay? He didn't have a choice. He had yeah, to read a book. That. There was still there were game boys. Anyway, so our current vote is to go through the marsh. Yeah. Although, I do believe... Artax is the name of the horse. We are going through the marsh. Every, uh... Every 50 minutes, I am going to try and cast Water Walk as a ritual. Alright. Oh, by the way, the name of the horse is Artax. Artax, thank you. I mean, I didn't Google that right now. What? 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 <laughs> I'm being an attentive oh, DM. Um, okay, it's a, it's a, it's a two-day travel to Thrombic. Thrombic? And it is entirely peaceful the first day. Do you guys have any special rituals or breaks or perimeter checks for the night? Or are you going to ride through the night? Um, we're definitely not riding through the night. Yeah. But let's try and find a solid piece of ground we can camp on. Oh, you guys are on a pretty, like, rised path. Yeah. All right. Well... Regardless, while we're traveling, I'm going to make a point to cast Water Walk on not only the mounts, but the people as well, because it says up to ten willing creatures. You can see within range yeah. gain this ability for the duration, and it's one hour, so. And you can just keep casting it. And I can just keep casting it because it's a ritual. Gotcha. So. I don't, I don't want you guys to sink into quicksand. I need my meat shields. I mean, I am totally your meat shield. Quicksand isn't one of Uh, Alright, so The next morning comes 
you guys travel a little bit of the day, and you see that there is a sign for a business up the road. It says uh, some distance ahead, and it's a looks like a tavern of some kind. It is called the the Wicked Witch. That doesn't seem peaceful. That doesn't seem angry or like evil or anything. Is there are there stables for us to put our mounts or stable boy running around? That oh, we can you get haven't found the tavern yet. You just see this is a sign saying that there's a tavern coming up. Oh, okay. food, 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 yeah, food. Yeah. And oh, oh, Elise just texted me saying she just wrote up a ranger for her campaign that she's in. My ranger's companion is a board named Bortholomew. Bortholomew. <laughs> Ha ha, ha! Like it's so obvious, but I didn't think of that. Hogwarts. Yeah, I don't know. You you can give it shit for being super obvious, but I I, I didn't think of that. That's fucking. I think that's pretty good. Just finishes his beer. (laughs) The puns make me drink. (laughs) Anyway, so Uh, do you guys travel on tavern? Yes. No. Sounds good. Tavern, tavern, Vim. Still casting water walk. All right. I'm not taking any chances. Tavern it is. Even though there's some red flag in my head going up. All right. So you guys travel down the road a little bit. And before long, you can see a smokestack pooming out, a gentle smoke. And you can see a brick, sort of uh, brick and wood building off the side of the road that is uh, on stilts, uh, sort of around, like how you would probably build a house in a marsh. Um, and there are a couple of people standing and on the porch and they see you arrive and they seem to be a couple humans a dwarf and a two half elves is there a place to put the horses there is a stable across the way so yeah there is this there's a place to stable your horses yeah put the horses in the stable okay the stable hand is a tall half orcish man and he takes your um Horses, you see, he has a scar across his neck and does not speak. When you say across his neck, what do you mean? Like, uh, like probably with, with, without a check, I can't tell you exactly what kind of scar it is, but you can see he has a scar on his neck. Okay. I think that's a call for a medicine check. There. Sure. Oh my god, another net twenty. So Stop wasting them. I know, right? As soon as I, as soon as we get into combat, I'm gonna go and roll one. Well, he, you can, you can easily, you, you know what a, what a noose mark looks like. This man has, wow. this man has been hanged before, and he's still here to, pardon the expression, hang live around? to tell about it. He's yeah. still here hanging around. Yeah, right. Boo. But yeah, right. no, he, he cannot speak, um, but he seems well. You know? He looks alive? Quite. I just poke Aldrin going, what, what, how does, what, how does that work? How does what work? You don't know shit. Yeah, it's oh. an otter. Yeah. You notice the scar, but that's it. Yeah. Okay. Unless he shares that information with us. I'm, uh, I'm, I feel like the guy's probably sensitive about it, and, uh, I'm going to notice it and avert my eyes. Right, you wouldn't probably be like, that guy's been hanged before, like right in front of him. He'd probably yeah, like... that would be pretty bad. Exactly. All right, that's how you start bar fights. That's how you start a fight. 
Do we have to pay him or anything for you know, I, I inquire how much? How much gold? And I and I say how many on fingers? He sort of uh, points to the 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 tavern, being like, "Are you going to go in there?" Yeah, uh, yeah, we're going to the tavern. Then he says, "No money." Oh, wonderful then. And you walk away. Yep. All right, you guys. Uh, like I said, you walk up to the, the the porch of this place. The stairs sort of come down to the pathway that you all have been riding on for a day and a half. Um. Like I said, there are patrons. Um. There, uh, they they on the porch, sort of just enjoying the not altogether unpleasant morning of the marsh, and uh, they seem like I said before of a of a bunch of different walks. Definitely a ranger or two amongst them. Maybe they're out here scouting the wilds for whatever reason. Um, you see a couple people, maybe a band of adventurers. There's two dwarves, a human and a female elf that are sitting at a table inside um, that are all wearing insignias that would brandish them as members of the Adventurers Guild. The barkeep is a sort of uh, well-dressed for a troll, but a troll. And... Uh, so he sort of dwarfs all of you at like nine feet tall. But uh, yeah, it seems like a relatively run-of-the-mill tavern. Obviously, it's not. It's it's kind of nice for a building in the middle of the fucking marsh, but it's still you know just a tavern. Are there any other half orcs in the tavern? No, not that you see. Okay. So the tavern is actually being hosted by a troll. Well, the the bar is. Oh, okay. That's that's almost as strange as the spectator being in the bar. Because, from what I remember out of character, trolls aren't particularly intelligent. I mean, sure. Hmm. So, uh, you all are, are all welcomed by a very... Um, I want to say pretty woman, um, but she's got like a natural sort of almost hippie sort of appeal to her. Um, and she is a, a gnomish woman and she sort of just walks up to you. She very is clearly the, the, the madam of this establishment and um, and sort of welcomes you all with very open arms and uh, asks if there's anything that she or the big guy pointing with her thumb to the troll can get you all today. A hot breakfast would be nice. Yep, just looking for some food. Well, then, if you all would kindly find yourselves a table, I'm sure that a meal can come to you pretty soon. Okay. You can probably take, like, a table against a wall or corner piece or whatever. Sure. Tack the logistics and all. As Hong Kong would agree. Yeah, they are kind of stupid, but they're not, like, three intelligence dumb. No, I mean, they're probably sporting roughly the same intelligence potentially is. Well, they have an int of seven on the base book if you're according to the monster manual. But... Oh, yeah, my intelligence base is... Oh, wow, then yeah, they're about as fucking smart as you. Yay! I'm talking shit. Wow. Eight. Yeah, I, I again, I'm not smart, I'm strong. I am strong. You're at least good at taking hits. No, I'm not even good at that. Anywho, Anywho. 
you guys uh, find yourself nice, uh, nice and cozy. The seats actually have fur on the back and on the bottom of, so you're actually sitting in more than just a wooden chair, which is probably pretty nice. Especially after riding so for so long. Yeah, yep. you can. You guys take a moment to sort of breathe in the atmosphere of this, of this quaint uh, tavern, and it, it seems like there's more to it than just a regular tavern upon second look over, especially considering where it is. Um, taverns that are not in cities are generally a little more run down than normal ones, but this one almost seems like it's nicer than your average tavern. Um, it's little details that kind of bring to your eye, you know, the fur-lined seats, the the obviously recently bees-waxed bar top, um, you know, the fact that the troll is wearing clothes, like... You know, it's it's smaller details like that that make this place kind of stand out as being more than just a proverbial hole in the wall. Well, I mean, nobody wants to see a troll dip before. This that might change your subject. This might be a good place to uh, stock up on uh, trail rations for ourselves and feed for our horses as well. Dude, I've got 18 trail I've got 17 trail Sorry. I've got some undistinguished number because I don't actually have it written down on my character sheet, so... I mean, I started with I 10. I thought I did, but I can't find it. I started so. with 10, I used 2, we got the supply from the vampire Den. Uh, no, now that I think about it, yeah, I had that. Now it's like, where the hell oh, no, that? feed for the horses probably would be. But that's if they even have it here. Alright, uh, so, not much time passes when a uh, another um, sort of a bartender, 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 Bartendress. Um, a, a, a waitress of some sort comes out. She's quite the uh, boxum lass, clearly of elvish descent. Probably a wood elf, judging by her coloration. And uh, she brings out your all's breakfast and sets the food out on the table for you. And asks if there's anything else that they can get for you, perhaps a drop to drink. I, I'll take whatever you got on tap. Just some tea, please. And anything else from uh, you two? No. Nah. I'll take an ale. I mean, we've been on the road for a while. Right. We don't got our alcohol jug anymore. Sure. She asks if McGurk's oh, Lurks is oh. good. Is, is acceptable. If what is? McGurk's Lurks. Absolutely. All right. Mm-hmm. So she goes and grabs you a couple steins of McGurk's Lurks a, uh, and and sets a kettle to boil. Yay! And did Bork want anything? Nope. nope. Okay. It's been a while since we had any tea. Good for the soul, he says. So you guys are, are you know, served your drinks in a, in a moment or two. Um, and the food is wonderful. It's obviously local game. Um, you can discern that it is some manner of alligator you're eating instead of pig in the sausage. It's probably... Um, some kind of hen or some kind of like uh, duck or something instead of chicken egg. Yeah, waterfowl. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, overall, it's a relatively standard array of a breakfast plate. Um, but it is it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good food. Uh, all things said and done. Uh, perhaps a little you know different in terms of flavoring, but very tasty. Uh, it's just a tap. About halfway through your meal, the same uh, gnomish woman walks over and sort of, like, 
glides her 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 hands across a couple of your shoulders as she stops between standing between Ben and Bork and asks if everything is 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 good for you all. I've never had alligator before. It's actually quite delicious. As, I've had crocodile. That's what we had them sometimes come up short. As yeah. as an out of person out of game like commentary, alligator's fucking delicious. I can no, I can confirm both those facts. Alligator and crocodile. Fucking great. I've heard they're kind of stringy. Is that true? Yeah. Not stringy? It depends on how you cook it, really. It's all like, it's all like chicken. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so she asks if everything's all right. You know, you guys seem to be relatively approving. Yes, this is a, a lovely establishment for being out here in the backwoods. We are uh, very uh, pleasantly surprised. Well, just because we're the only option doesn't mean we should be a bad one, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, the effort is definitely appreciated. Not at all, not at all. Do you see very many patients? Oh, we receive just about everyone who leaves the nearby town going west. What is that really west? She's sort of... Well, no, you guys came from the west. Yeah. Yeah. So she's saying everyone that's going west yeah. huh. comes through I here. Guess, uh, I guess the ferryman sees more business than we give him credit for. I guess. She sort of uh, leans on Ben's shoulder because she's more her height and sort of like points to the, the adventuring party that you guys have sized up. They're actually traveling, traveling south. There are some ruins, apparently, that have some pretty powerful artifacts that some impressive named individual in town wants. Really now? Oh, interesting. Uh, More side quests. Well, that's uh, definitely good to know. But you didn't hear it from me. She sort of like, you know, walks away and lets you enjoy the rest of your breakfast. It's amazing the things that people will tell to the... uh, Bartenders? Bartenders and tavern women. Uh, well, not to be rude. The uh, tavern matrons. <laughs> so, if I were an adventurer, I probably wouldn't tell anyone my business. Like, yeah, I just need food. <laughs> drunk enough. Yeah, yeah, so. Drunk enough or comfortable enough, people tend to talk about whatever. I suppose that's true. Gets lonely on the road, doesn't yeah. it, Ogden? <laughs> No, I'm good. I got you and the beautiful Bork over here. <laughs> As Bork punches me in the face. Right. Ten, she just had, like, face palms. It's like, the party's backwards now. Yep. And all the times are like, I need answers! Yeah. But he, but, he, but instead of, like, shaking somebody down, he's looking at his crotch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Tell me what you know. Anyway. Um, Where have you been? <laughs> Where are you on the night of the six? So, uh... Yeah, sorry. The uh, the meal comes to an end, and uh, the same wood elf um, waitress sort of walks over and uh, tells you all after she's, like, taking your dishes. The, the, the barkeep knows how much you owe. If you would kindly please go up and pay before you leave. Absolutely. Okay. And uh, she, you know, takes your... We can all subdivide it up. 
It's 20 gold for the whole meal and stable. And you all are offered to stay the night if you care to. What so, time of day is it? It's about midday. And we have a pit. It's about midday? Midday, right. yeah. Uh, someone else want to cover how many times for this because I got his uh, horse crossing? Yeah, it's no problem. All right, great. So that makes it, what, four gold a person and eight for Vin? Yeah. Something like that. I believe that works out. Again, probably can. Damn it. It's okay. We're spending more money on our out of care, on our, uh, our, our logged out character. Character. Yeah, exactly. You know, as soon as he comes back, he can just pay for an end in night for all of us. And that will probably work out. The entire hard. round of drinking. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's not fair, because Augie's here. <laughs> no, that's fair. Yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway. Alright, so we're offered a place to stay. Horses are being uh, stabled and taken care of. Well, it's only midday. We could probably... How far away is the town? Yeah, where's the... About, where's a, the about a full day's travel. So if you set out, you'd probably spend the night um, out of the town. But if you waited till tomorrow, you could probably get there in one day and arrive mm. in the evening. Rested here. Yeah, let's let's just, let's just chill right here right. for a night. I don't, I don't want to do a night. Do you? Fine. It was peaceful last night. Peaceful last night. We're rested now. We didn't do a whole lot of traveling today. We just traveled like a couple minutes pretty much. Not that Maybe far. an hour. Well, I mean, you guys traveled half the day. Oh. It's not like you woke up, walked out of your camp, saw the sign that you just didn't see the night before. Yeah, right. Just somebody put it up the night. Right. Day. Yeah, right. Damn fag. <laughs> well. And then you traveled most of the morning before you got here. How, how much would a night at this place be? Um, do you inquire to the troll? Yeah. Sure. Says, how many? Technically five. He sort of looks at a, he grabs a papyrus from underneath the bark top. Fifteen gold. At that price, we may as well stay and get a fresh start in the morning, just travel and make it to the town at night. Okay. <laughs> Fifteen gold is very agreeable. And he sort All of, right, it's, so, it's almost as if he's reading at this point. He goes, and that gets you drinks tonight, food tonight, two night rest in beds, points up, um, <laughs> and stable sped for night. And breakfast in morning. I think you're Thank you. Gold. Yeah, that's very agreeable. It was. He goes, he sort of like opens his hand as if expecting you to pay. Alright, three gold apiece? Yeah. Sure. Like has to count. Okay, there you go. He takes the gold and then grabs a yellow card that has a rune inscribed on it and hands it to you, the group. Mm-hmm. This is key. All right. But there's no key. It, it is what but will allow us entry into the room. Apparently. It's it's key. Okay. Don't lose it, is what he's saying. But there's no key. And he puts the papyrus back under the bar key. And he's just looking at Augur, but there's no key. It's just a card. Yeah, yeah, the card will open the door. We need to get... How? Magic. I guess we'll find out when we get there. I'm not going to lie, this is kind of strange to me as well. Here, you take it. I uh, take it, then. 
<laughs> Auburn has a yellow key card. Yep. So, what do we want to do for the rest of the day? I, uh... You want to go talk to those adventurers? You want to... Just take a day? Possibly. This has been a, uh, another day since... We, uh, we took the ferry, right? Or... Yeah, this is you guys... Day, uh, so, you guys crossed the ferry around midday, uh, traveled that afternoon and evening, mm-hmm. stopped, and then this morning, you traveled some, found the sign, traveled the other hour or so to the tavern, and then stopped at the tavern. So it's about midday on the, on the, the, that, the day after the ferry. Alright. I think just for uh, curiosity's sake, Ogden might go and uh, try and see if he can scry this uh, this town and just get the history of the place from its inception until now. Sure. We're not even on that. I'm, oh, I'm sorry, the tavern. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't have to do that in character unless there's any, anything significant. But that's his plan for the rest of the day. Tenshi's probably going to go outside and run through some of his you know, forms, just get a little bit of stretching okay. and moving because he's been riding all day. Right. He's good to move around. All right. Bork, then? I'll do uh, some reading and studying. As our, our resident intelligent cleric person, not cleric, sorcery person does. Yeah, right. Uh, um, did anybody learn new ritual spells? I mean, I have third level rituals, but I don't think you can learn those, can you? Um... I'm pretty sure the last time we did this, you could only learn first level, right? That's correct. I think only first level. Yep. Um, I could teach you... Let's see. You already have to detect magic, right? I could te- you know, teach you either detect poison and disease or purify food and drink. Augur. the second little stop. Mm-hmm. Either one would be cool. I think... Uh, detect poison might be a little drink would be more... Cool. Use, useful. So, yeah, after uh, Ogden's done scrying on you know, <coughs> the history of the town, yeah. tavern, I keep saying town, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I'm going to teach Vin how to detect poison diseases or ritual. Okay. Um, Alright, and Bork? Bork is going to be very bored. Okay. So, uh, Let's say Bork finds himself on the porch and Tenshi is practicing his forms when Tenshi is proposed by one of the other patrons to spar for coin. For coin. I forget. Are you carrying your own coin at this point? or do you It's have probably in my bag. It's probably in my bag. All right. Yeah, just given what we go through on a daily basis, having coin on my pot, like on my belt app is not a great idea. Mm-hmm. And he just goes, for fight? Yeah, we we fight a bit, and whoever seems to have the upper hand, if one of us calls it quits, that the winner makes a couple coin. Just look over at four. People do this often? Yep, all gambling. It's not much of a gamble. Go ahead and do it. Okay. Talking that shit. You're not cocky or anything, are you? 
You've seen what I can do. They haven't. So, are you going to spar this guy? Huh? Are you going to spar this guy? Yeah. Alright, roll initiative. That's actually a good point. They need to know how much they're sparring for. Yeah, the guy offers five gold. I can put that up. What's uh, your initiative? initiative is 14. All right, go ahead. I get and advantage. You get to go first. Wow, really? Okay. Um, or ask if anybody else wants to place a bet. There is, there is some interest. Yeah. Who, who do you bet on? Me? Yeah. I bet on Tenchi. All right, you managed to, to make a betting arrangement that if he wins, you'll make 20 gold. <coughs> Jesus. If you lose, you lose 20 gold. Just to keep uh, it fair. I know that's not how betting works. I'm just keeping it simple. Yeah. Don't lose tension. You kidding? You lost us an alchemy jug. How long is it going to take you to roll to hit this guy? Uh, no. There's something else I want to do first. Uh. Okay. Tenchi's going to cheat and be a monk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. I'm going to do that thing that Tenchi does and actually... Or goes his first turn and activates patient defense, where spend one key point to take dodge, the dodge action as a bonus action on. Oh, never mind. That's on my turn. Weird. Wait, setting up dodge is an action, right? Correct. Oh, so I can use it as the bonus action and then still take my attack action. Okay, never mind then. I will actually do that. Um, so set up dodge and then do that thing I do where I'm gonna hit him three times. Okay. Uh, so, first one is a, Jesus Christ, 22, a 9, and an 18. Alright, two of those hit. Okay. That's a boy. So I'm dealing 3, 7, so 3, so 10, 14 points of damage. Okay. The blows land, you definitely can tell that, that they hurt him a bit, but he takes his turn. And a 22 and a 19 hit you, right? Uh, yeah, but he does have disadvantage. Alright, so the 23 hits you, and then his second attack is a 18. That will also hit me. Alright. Don't get cocky. Okay. Alright, he deals you 9 damage. We're good. Okay, you're gonna spend another key point. And you can tell when he when he strikes you, you can feel that there is key behind his blows. Hmm. All time long action. Right, you're gonna spend another key point, do flurry blows, so hit him four times. Sure. Fun Thirteen. Sixteen, ten, and fourteen. Okay. I'm sorry, it was a what, a what, and a what, and a what? Thirteen, sixteen, ten, and fourteen. There you go. The sixteen hits. Okay. 
So that's actually only one of the glory of lows here. Wow. I mean, is it? I don't know that. I mean, you really do need to start separating what what is and what isn't. Okay. And that's only four points of damage. Okay. And succeed on a dexterity saving throw and be knocked prone. He's a monk. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's going to succeed. That's a 19. What's the DC? 13. All right, he passed that. He got a 19. He has advantage. All right. Come on, Benji. And that's my turn. Um. He is going to perform some gesture that you recognize is from the Way of Shadow. And you two are immediately surrounded in a globe of darkness. Cheating! No. We never set rules for this. And he will strike you from behind. The cast the spell itself is in his action? Nope. Interesting. But it isn't a surprise attack. I know that. Okay. Um, I don't think a 16 hits you, does it? A 16? Yeah. It does. Okay. Oh, shit. Glass cannon, man. Uh, that's only three damage. How much damage? Three. Oh, okay. Yeah, very sharp glass. And we're still surrounded by darkness? Yes. Yeah. I wonder what this is. It's magical darkness. It might be a little different. Is there a big tree within 45 feet of me? Even if there is, can you see it? Fair. Yeah. Absolutely fair. Okay, uh, I'm just going to set up defense. Uh, dodge. Okay. So and regular. Okay. Because I can't see him. I'm going to miss. Alright, he... You can feel him throw two blows at you. Both of them go wide. Okay. Um, a moment later, the darkness subsides. The darkness is gone? Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to launch three martial arts attacks at him? Sure. Like, I can see him, right? Yeah. He, 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 yeah. he is behind you, but you turn around and you can... Yeah, him. okay, no. What? No, that's what I'm saying. Uh, 12. God. 13. Give me some. Okay, I can work with that. And. 23? Yeah, that hits. Uh, burn one more key point for stunning <laughs> strike. Uh, and he has to make a constitution saving throw or be stunned until the end of my next turn. He passes. Well, what is it? It's uh, still a 13. Oh, okay, yeah, he passes it. He got a uh, 17. And he takes nine points of damage. Nine? Nine. Okay. Nine, 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 nine. That's going to be a nice one. Yep. <laughs> All right. I wish we still had that um, shard. Yeah, right. No, he's cheating as hell. He's gonna attack you. Huh? He's just gonna regularly attack you from the front. Okay. 
And okay, there. I got a five, a nine, nope, nope. and a seventeen. Yep. That's five points of damage and make a uh, dex saving throw. Uh, 14? You pass. You are... He attempts to trip you, but it doesn't play out. Fair. Alright, your turn. Okay. Two key points left. At this point, this is like a... Not just a quick little boxing match anymore. This has gotten a little intense, so people on the porch are cheering. Have I gotten any more, um, participants? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh... No, the bettings are closed. The fight started already. Come on, man. All ropes are closed! Alright, I'm gonna throw three more packs. Okay. Bork, I think you have 13. a gambling problem. A 12. What the hell? Okay, uh, a 13, a 12, and an 18. The 18 hits. For another 9 points of damage. Alright. He clearly still has a lot of fight left in him, but he knows. It's just sparring, so he takes a knee and yields. Hmm. Woo! So, uh, yeah, no, Bork makes her makes his uh, twenty gold. Meanwhile, while that all has been going on for the past like ten minutes, um, Ogden, since you started to scry, uh-huh. you um. You see into the past of this place, and you can see the building is moving via some force. Moving tavern. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then a moment into that, you are snapped out of your scrying, and the gnomish woman is standing there with a very upset look on her face. She smacks you and says, "Do not stick your magical eyes where they don't belong." Okay. <laughs> Didn't realize I was touching the sore spot there. Now you're touching the tavern. I don't ask for where you all come from and your walks of life. There's no reason for you should be able to get to look at mine. Duly noted. He's got to hide. Everyone has something to hide. Well, then I uh, get up off the ground and say my apologies. It's fine, but now you know. There will be problems if you do it again. All right, then. You touched my house, I slapped you in the face. I call where you've been. <laughs> Please don't ever use that on me. <laughs> um, I assume Vin was probably there for that. Uh, so, Vin, you would have seen that she teleported. To, teleported? Yeah, she up. She appeared in a plume of black smoke to stand right okay. next to him. From wherever she was, which was not in the room that you're in. Wow. Okay. Okay. Oh, she's room? There now? I it was outside. Well, what my point is that she was not in the same space you were in. Okay. Alright, makes sense. Um... Did Ogden see this? 
No, he was scrying. Okay. Um, when she's gone. Yeah, she just walks uh, away. I'll, I'll tell him that. She just appeared in a plume of black smoke. That's odd. That's not something you. Can I do a um. The knowledge check? Sure. Knowledge is in the screen now. Um. It'd be like an arcana. Can I do an arcana check to know, like, who might be able to do that kind of magic or. What kind of magic it was, maybe? Yeah. Absolutely. What do you got? I have an 18. Okay. Um, just kind of studying the, the, the puff of smoke that was there. Um, you smell brimstone. And... And uh, you discern that the spell effect that was used was of the <laughs> of the conjuration school. Therefore, you can probably assume that some flavor of the dimension door spell was used. Okay. So, so I'm going to share that with Ogden and be like, okay. Oh, that was weird. Brimstone, you say? Yeah. Isn't that usually associated with uh, fiends? Or I suppose I should probably make an Arcana check on that, shouldn't I? Probably making some assumptions, yeah. All that right. Might be more of a, that might be more of a religion check, if I'm honest with you, though. Religion? Since you're talking about fiends. That's a 19 total. Um, yes, brimstone, sulfur, these are the things that de de devils and demons tend to smell of, yeah. I, uh, I think I might sleep with one eye open tonight. Out of character, I'm pretty sure I know what the hell is going on here, but other than that, yeah. I appreciate your commentary. <laughs> we aren't even there. Exactly. I know, I said out of character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're good. You're good. Well, she seemed pretty reasonable so far. Why look a gift horse in the mouth? Even when it turns around and smacks you in the face. <laughs> From nowhere. I mean, he was being nosy. Agreed. <laughs> He's a no, like, what kind of smack? I mean, that can't be that bad. I don't think I took damage from it. It just kind of snapped me out of my trance. Yeah. Which probably shows a bit of power in its own way. This is true. All right, so what are you two going to be be up to? Because I'm assuming you guys still have time to do other stuff since the fight's going on. I'm going to say it might be best if we uh, consolidate our rooms tonight. We only got one room, I think. Well, there we go then. Yeah, I was going to say, you guys only got one room. All 
Alright. Then we totally, you know, have a guard standing watch. <laughs> you really think it's necessary? Um, that was really weird. Not gonna lie. Kinda hurt. My feelings. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, now that they know we are suspicious, or if they have reason to believe that we might be suspicious, they might have reason to do something about it. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe she's just another, uh, person who's come to these parts to retire, like, a uh, back there. Uh, one word. Brimstone. He didn't smell so pretty either. Damn. <laughs> hey, that's my natural musk. Musk. And for what it's worth, Borscht definitely smelled of orange juice. Uh, fair. Orange juice? Borscht? Or just <laughs> just citrus. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man. When you got nothing but orange. You are what you eat, right? I mean, it's a big character point of his of, of who he is, that he loved eating oranges. So this is actually something from the previous campaign? That yeah, yeah, that's okay. that's one of the legendary heroes from the previous campaign. Hmm. Makes sense. Yep. Alright, yeah, that's fine. We can post a, a watch. Yep. Oh, do you but guys, uh, did, for the meantime, did, I'll just keep learning my spell, I guess. Well, you guys yep. need to go somewhere to, to start doing that process. Did the two of you want to go and check out your room? Yeah, may as well at this point. Okay. So the yellow card has a rune etched on it, as I mentioned. And when you go upstairs, um, there is a line of rooms, and you find a yellow wooden door with, on it, no door, no, don't, no, blah, blah, blah. no doorknob, just a larger version of the same rune that's on your uh, card. So, me. <laughs> so you two are standing in front of the door. All right, well, let's go in. Yeah. How do you go in? There's no doorknob. Uh, hold the card up to the door. Okay. Do you want to go in? Please? All right. <laughs> the door doesn't ask you. It's just the moment you feel I would like the notion, the thought that you want to go into the room, the door opens. Huh. Nifty. And the wooden door sort of like slides down into the ground. Very nifty. And you guys walk in, the door comes back up. That's cool. Alright, the room is actually a lot bigger than you probably anticipated. Not magically so, but just it seems more roomier than you imagined. There is a series of five beds, each with a footlocker. And there is an armor stand. Well, there's two armor stands. Um, a small weapons rack and a little circular table with five chairs around it. On which there is a bowl of fruit, a loaf, a single loaf of bread, and a bottle of wine. I'm uh, gonna go straight for that wine. Okay, it is, as the book would call it, cheap wine. So, mm. your local corner store's eight dollar bottle of you know, whatever. <laughs> cool. Right, and you guys will I'll spend... probably just Good. sit down and start studying, okay. I guess. Alright, so it'll take all day to, to teach that spell. Yeah, I'll um, go ahead and expend the effort to teach her that spell. Okay. Alright, so after the the, the, the sparring match, uh, Tenchi, as I understand it, was pretty banged up by that, right? Yeah, I went down to about 50%. Yeah. 
Yeah. I didn't so, um, get out there. Nah. Martial arts training. It just, like, this isn't some... I'm going to be resting tonight anyway, beginning those hit, some of those hit points at the very least. But more than that, this was this was a test for him. And as a test, you know, it comes out to be... You, you fight on your own, under your own terms, without help, and you heal on your own terms, without help. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you guys will probably need to take the rest of the day to rest up or whatever. Do you guys want to go drink at the bar or just go to the room? Drinking the bar sounds good. Well, <laughs> not for you two. You two are fucking busy. Never mind then. Yeah, I'm I mean, I would probably grab my backpack and, and go back to the room. Okay. Or into the bar to go up to the room. Right. And drop my stuff off, stuff off so I'm not falling around and then probably wash out. Alright. Uh, Bork, you going to join him on that? Yeah. Right. The two of you go upstairs. You you see a uh, a hallway of rooms, okay. or a hallway of doors, I should say, all different colors. There is a blue. It's it's the it's the six colors of the of the the, the color wheel. I look for the yellow one. Yeah, there is a yellow say, door. Wisdom to see if I can remember that. I actually do. Yep. Uh, you 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 find a yellow door. That has a symbol on it that is reminiscent of the symbol that was on the card that you all were given. I knock on it. The two spellcasters in the room, you guys hear a knock at your door. Is there people in the door? Nope. You just hear Tenchi's voice from the other side going, guys. You you do not hear a voice. <laughs> oh, okay. Tenchi's outside on the other side of the door going, so guys. Is there, is there people in the door? I mean, do you, do you go up to the door? Yeah, I go up to the door. Okay. You approach the door, and in the wood forms a peak visor with a sliding uh, peak. Oh, sweet. I look. You see the knees of two people that you recognize the boots of. <laughs> I mean, that's what happens when you're three feet tall. Yeah, but... Uh, but Borg and Tenji, you guys hear a slide and can see down near about half your height. You uh, you can see a, a, a part of the door slide open. So I I recognize them. Yeah. And then I, I shut the slide and I think uh, open. Do you have the card? I think Ogden has the card. Um, no, you're on, who you're, is it? Sorry, Koga, sorry. Cookies? You're on. You're you're inside the door, right? Yes. Um, not you, uh, Vin. Yeah. The, yeah. All you have to do is think open, and the door slides down. The two of okay. them can walk in. I think open. Yep. All right. The door closes up behind them. And she's just like doubling back and looking at the door, going, "Wait, it went down." Yeah. Pretty cool, right? Yeah, there's a lot of really interesting stuff about this place. What kind of magic is is, is this door? Doors don't go down. That one did. That one also... uh... Sorry about that. Somebody decided to text me. Yeah, it's... The trains are super bust and it's taking me forever to get home. Oh. So we confirmed no harm in Karn this week. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I know. He's like the crowd favorite. Sorry, we're not getting answers. (laughs) <laughs> I explained to Tenchi that it seems like there's some uh, magic effects that are making things do things 
opposite of what we would expect. He's pondering the possibility. But he doesn't understand them. Right. Okay. So he picks a bed, picks a footlocker, throws his stuff in there, and goes and... I guess there's like a wash basin in the room, maybe? Uh, no, not in the room. Okay. All right. I would have to go out and somewhere else for okay. that. I, guess. I uh, make a point to get Bork up on his own and uh, mention the uh, weird episode we had with the woman teleporting up and smacking me as I tried to scry on the location. I feel like they're hiding something and I'm almost concerned that they might try and do something about it. watch? I think that might be in our best interest. So I'll I'll volunteer to take first watch. Volunteer to take second watch. I volunteer to sleep. Yeah, I can't do a watch. I'm sorry, I've had a different day. Yeah, yeah you did. You did. It's it's like there's like some guys. So you go to wash up. You find a uh, sort of like sky blue door on the right that is more of a threshold than an actual door. And you can yeah. see uh, it's like got a cloth hanging as a door and there is steam coming out of the room. Oh, man. Uh, he like knocks on the door going, anybody in? Hello? You hear some people chattering inside until one person goes, yeah, just come in. Uh, can she just kind of like pushes where the door handle should technically be? I it's, guess it's like a it's like a cloth hanging in front of you, dude. Not like a door. Oh, 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 oh! I thought you said it was a door. Okay, never mind. No, Sorry, I, I said instead in. of a door, it's more like a cloth hanging there. Sorry. Okay, so it's like what I have hanging in front of my room. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So, so yeah, you, you just know, kind of brush aside. Uh, it is a sauna, plain and simple. Uh, there's a just light up like oh my god. It's there's a thing. like five or six other people in there. And they are all sitting around this basin of black stones that are all uh, sitting in a bath of boiling water and just sort of releasing steam into the room. Tenchi takes all but his small clothes off and just steps into the water. They're not that small clothes. Hmm. Fine, fine. It wasn't that funny anyway. Smart ass. <laughs> he deserves it. Yeah, so, you know, he strips down to his underwear, gets in the pool, and just, like, for the first time ever, just, like, Whoa. Sorry, you, you got in the boiling water? Wait, you said it was boiling? Yeah, there... Have you been in a sauna? You... Okay, never mind. He sits on a bench. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Wait. I thought you said... It made it... You made it sound like people were sitting in the water. Like no, 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 no. Yeah, no. like it was like it was a hot tub. Not at all. Not at all. Okay. I, uh, I thought I muted that. I'm sorry. That's fine. Um. Yeah, you um, sit down. It is a refreshing experience to be in there. To say okay. the least. And at the same time, I'm going to use today's uh, what is it, wholeness of body, so I get. Three times my mug level back in hit points. Okay. Which is 18. Yep. Alright, so you gain those hit points. Yeah, I go back to full. Yep. Crap. And uh, 
the rest of the, the afternoon plays out as you would expect. Very simple, very nonchalant. Uh, you eventually get a little pruny, so you leave. Um, Does there any gossip? Because I know saunas tend to be a place of gossip. Uh, you you hear about people saying, "Hey, did you see about those adventurers going to the ruins south of here?" Yeah, I've heard that place is a death trap. Other than that, you hear some, you know, trifling peasant musings that you really don't give a shit about. Okay. Tenchi doesn't ask about the death trap ruins, but he made a note of them going for later because he. He knows they're probably going to want to explore it, but, you know, Tenchi doesn't necessarily want to go into a death trap. Sure. Not after getting into a sparring match. Not right after, anyway. Yep. Alright. So, you all, uh, you know, again, some time passes. And it becomes evening, and you can hear that people are beginning to gather downstairs, expecting that dinner will be somewhat soon. Okay. Once we go downstairs, we are owed a dinner. Yeah? Huh? Dinner? You can go ahead and consider uh, that spell is memorized to you and in your spellbook. <coughs> cool. Uh, Alright, you guys go down. Um, you find a table of the same amount of space. And uh, and not too long after everyone has been get offered a drink and you have it if you ask for it. Um, the same uh, sort of uh, attractive young wood elf woman is still the ser- the, the server on staff. Um, although the uh, there is no barkeep right now. And uh, let's see. Before long, the troll comes out from the back room and and is sort of still sizzling on this huge plate that he's holding is a wild boar that has been cooked. Obviously, you know, gutted, scanned, and all that. And he sets it on the bar top and, um, you know, the rest of dinner comes out. And everyone is served uh, their plates except for the meat, which you are encouraged to come off and butcher your your own serving of meat. Well, not to be rude. I'm going to go butcher a serving of meat. Tenshi's going to butcher two servings of meat because he's hungry. <laughs> Beating up other patrons kind of builds up napped. Sure. <laughs> Alright. Um, does anyone else eat the meat? I eat meat. Sure. Bork? Um, I'm assuming that we were given some sort of meal prior to that, or is the, the meat the meal? Well, like I said, you have, like, a plate of, like, you know, your vegetables, uh, you know, bread. Um, like, you have dinner, but no meat on the plate except for that boar that you're expected to. If you want meat on your plate for dinner, you go up and butcher it yourself. No. Yeah. No, Bork will be a vegetarian tonight. Okay. I'm gonna t- I just I have to take the cheap shot, Lauren. You're really going way out on your role play here. I know, I've never done this. <laughs> no, I think my last one it, it's pretty unimaginable. A bit. I've played other genders and it's less different. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Anyway. Um 
play this separate gender, I got killed in the first session. Man. I don't play for girls anymore. Gender see, it just proves it's, it, it, is. it just the proves, man, it's hard out there for ladies, right? Yeah. Anyway, so the the dinner is lovely, and at one point or another, you see the the troll has gone back to bartending, and he's serving beverages to everyone who asks. Um, the the wood elf um, waitress, you know, checks in on folks, and the the gnomish woman at one point comes out and. Uh, makes a point to stop by your table and asks as if, if everything was all right tonight. No, it was good. Everything was fine. Wonderful. Often specifically doesn't say anything, but does hold up a thumbs up. Okay. Excellent. Uh, so before she kind of walks away, she sort of like taps a hand on your armored, unarmored shoulder, Ogden? Probably armored. So it sort of like clangs a little bit, and she goes, "It's okay, it's okay, big guy. Don't worry," and walks away. Not even more worried. <laughs> paranoia. 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 Everybody's coming to get me. Sorry. You're fine. Um. Okay. So the evening is a joyous affair. Uh, one of the people turns out to be a bard and uh, offers to play. And uh, it's it's a really pleasant song, actually. It's uh, clearly of his homeland. And it tells a story of some ancient hero overcoming a great evil. Uh, very classic sort of tale, but it's pleasant and he plays well. So it's an altogether nice experience. Does the waitress ever come back to our table? Yes, easily. Right. Um, I asked her how long she's been working there. Oh, not too many years. Yeah? Um, imagine you see a whole bunch of different types of people coming in. Oh, yes. All types, really. So, uh, I guess it's just from the, the vast amount of people coming in that you're able to supply such nice things. I mean, the, the doors that were... Are, um, come with the rooms are kind of, you know, different, you know, we, not to boast, but we've traveled to some pretty luxurious places, and I still have not seen doors that perform the way that yours do. She sort of giggles cutely. Oh, that's just mom's magic. Okay. Wait, mom's magic? She says it like mom, like... Yeah. Oh. Not mom, but, you know, just... Yeah, like, like, older mom's woman bar. related... To me, in closeness, not necessarily yeah. in blood. But Tenchi wouldn't hear that. He would hear mom. Do you know how long the, the stable boy has been working here? Oh, oh, he's he's been a part of the family for quite a while. Yeah. I noticed that he wasn't a very chatty fellow. Well, he can't talk, you see. Yeah. I'll say, uh, did, uh, did something happen to him? Well, he wasn't always on the right side of the law, as you could guess. Hmm. Indeed. One sec. I'll let you get back. Alright. Sorry about that, technical difficulties. Alright, where were we? I don't remember. Uh, you were just being reassured. We just finished the conversation with the elf. Oh, yeah. Lady. Yeah. So, Ogden's a little on edge, but, um, to, well, 
potentially have no idea why. Vin might have part of an idea why, and uh, Fork might have another part of an idea why. Why you're on edge? Yeah, I'm just like a little hesitant about things. Like normally, Ogden will be the first to uh, drink to excess, but tonight he's being a little reserved. Yeah, that would probably certainly stand out to the whole lot of you. Hold on. With a 18 of insight pickup on things that are bothering Ogden. I, I think you could definitely discern that he's concerned about something. I don't know if it's quite obvious. But even you would understand that if the owner of a, a ho- of the tavern would say, don't worry about it, big guy, it's not like that means that they obviously something happened, right? Yeah. So you could probably put one and two together and discern it's probably three. <laughs> this is a wisdom check, not an intelligence one. So yeah, I'm probably good. Um, so Tenshi's going to poke Ogden and go, what's going on? We'll talk later. Have a beer shot that would be nice. Yes, Okay. Okay. So, finish our meal, finish our drink. Yep. Have one. And then meander outside of the tavern a ways. Mm-hmm. Tenchi grabs one of the four like to go with it. Just, you know, food while, he, while they talk. Alright, so you guys walk outside? Mm-hmm. Alright. Are you staying on the porch or are you going like down to the pathway? I would go down to the pathway. Yeah, we could probably just go down to the stables. That might still be hard. Yeah. Anyway, what I'm going to do is a little roundabout. I'm going to tell Vin what I know in Sylvan and say, so we know about the teleportation. We know about... Hold on, hold on, hold on. You guys are going to get interrupted on your path. Oh, okay. So you guys go, like, down the stairs to touch down to the path? Yeah. And uh, the troll comes out of the door and he goes... Hey. Yes? Uh-huh. Boss wants you four. Five. Hmm. Well, I'm a car. What does she want? Uh, <laughs> sort of like shrugs his shoulders. Yeah, let's, like, Let's just go ahead and go and see what she wants. Can she still go No, I don't like him. <laughs> okay. Let's go. And see he just sort wants. of like waves mm-hmm. for you all to follow him. Uh, you guys follow him back into the the main, like main area of the tavern where the the music is playing and people are listening. Mm-hmm. And uh, he sort of walks towards the back of the tavern, uh, down a hallway away from the kitchen and the main area. Um, okay. He looks over to make sure you guys are following him and then continues on. Mm-hmm. There is a, a door very similar to your you all's door, except it is white um, and has a different room symbol on it. Yeah. He sort of like taps his finger in like a almost trained rhythm of like you know. <laughs> oh, so secret knock style. Okay, yeah, cool. but like with his nail, which I mean he's got a big old hand, so it's like pretty loud. Yeah. Um. And uh, then you can you see the door come down, and the gnomish woman sort of like peeps her head out of the door and sees the group of you just nods and goes, "Ah, wonderful, 
thank you, saying to the troll, and you're kind of like, you're welcome, boss. And then he sort of steps to the side so you all can walk into the room as she goes back into it. I guess we walk into the room then. Yep. You all walk into what was was obviously designed to be uh, an office, but is also quite obviously her bedroom. Um, There is a bed on one side. It is covered in in very nice blanketry. Uh, But also there is a desk and or more like a table, and she sits down at it, and there is, there's five size-appropriate t- chairs for the lot of you, and she sits on the other side of the table and asks you all, if you would, to sit. Uh, I sit. Certainly. Sure. The door closes behind you, by the way. Um, and she goes, listen, this is my home. I breathe through these walls. I know what goes on here. I do not tolerate unease in my home. I want to set some things straight because I don't want any of you to do anything brash tonight. All right. And so she sort of uh, pulls one of the folds of cloth off of her chest and reveals a, a bright red necklace. Um... And she she asks if any of you know what this is. A bribe of hell? What what's what check are we making? Knowledge. Arcane. Okay. Uh, Arcana is fine with me. Okay. <laughs> nope. Whoa. Might have something. Probably not yet. I got a six in my arcana. Yeah. I got an 11. I got an 11 also. I got a 14. Wow. The one fifty outshines everybody. In arcana. (laughs) Okay. I flipped my minus one. Um, from what you can get, wait, your 14 was the highest you all got? Yep. From what you can discern, you look at it for a moment and it stops beating... It stops being red and is actually more of a blackish stone. And then you notice that it's pulsing like a heart. It's a heart. No, it's a stone. It's a gemstone for sure. It's keeping her alive. Awesome. No, it's keeping her in this form. You know, don't you? No. Well, I as a player, I have an idea, but I as a character, I have no fucking clue. (laughs) Does it beat like it's a heartbeat? Yes. Tenchi just tilts his head and goes, Why is it your heartbeat? I am what you all would probably know as a hag of a turn. Who called this? Going into the swamp? Thank you. <laughs> Shut up. But my coven betrayed me of other hags, and I have decided to take my talents and my pacts of magic and do something more delightful for the world. Hmm. What's a hag? Well, that's very nice of you. D- Dad always referred to grandma. Can I do a, a <laughs> perception check and see if she seems to be genuine? Sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you're trying to, like, see if 
she is genuine or her words are genuine? Um. Because that would be an insight if you're looking to see if she's being truthful. I got a 17 on insight. Yeah, I'll I'll do insight, I guess. Sure. I got my intelligence roll. Not my insight roll. All right, what's everyone's insight? Um. 17. 18. Okay. I'm a cleric. Uh, 18. Alright. Uh, 17 and 18 discern truthfully. She's, she's being honest. She's clearly hiding nothing. This conversation is just as much of an olive branch as if it was really made of a, you know, wood and olive. Where the other wonderful covenant members are? Oh, they're dead. Oh. That's easy. Handy. Well... If you promise we'll have no trouble from you, you'll have no trouble from us. All I want. I do have a... a, For the first time in the night, Ogden relaxes a little bit. There's no need to tell you at this point. Curious. Curiosity killed the cat. Or in this case, the half or Yeah, right. Who looks like a human? I probably would look like an Hey! Sacrifice so much for I happen to know a human, and that would be offensive. <laughs> I sexually identify as a human. I don't know that you sexually identify as a human. <laughs> I think he just, you know, semi identifies as a human. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so. Pardon. Um, so, do you have, have any questions or inquiries? Or are you going to let her continue? Uh, she see, you know, she's not really done anything wrong. I'm, I'm pretty. Why? the secrecy of the um when he was trying to to figure out the the scrying? I don't think you know about that. Yeah, I do. I specifically told Bork about. I was trying to scry, and that oh, okay. she teleported. I don't know about that. Because I know what divination magic looks like, and I know what divination magic can do. It makes truths become evident, and it shows things that are real that were not real. And there's a lot about this place that is not very real, but I would like it to stay the way it looks. Such as the fact that this building is walking on actual legs, not posts, as you have seen. And it's very hard to entice individuals to come into a home that is obviously ran by a hag. So, what do you get out of this entire situation? I? I don't get hunted. Oh. That does make a valid point. You see, by any means necessary, you see those adventurers out there going to those ruins south of here tomorrow? Yes. If they found out that I was a hag, how long do you think it would take for them to get back to the li- local adventurers' guild outpost and say that there's a hag masquerading as a bed and breakfast outside of town? And if they did that, how long do you think I would have before I had people knocking down my door trying to find how much I was worth? That is a valid point. I'm a, I'm a strong magic user, young man, but I'm not strong enough to keep the 
endless bodies of the Adventurer's Guild at bay. Oh, yes, Adventurer Guild. Slash first and ask questions later, right? Alright. So, what is the significance of these ruins? Ogden says, purposely trying to change the subject. Right. Why would people risk their lives to go there? Oh, some people said it was a death trap. I'm asking her, not you. Yeah, she she points to the ring on Bork's finger. She points to uh, the magical uh, holy symbol that you have. She points to, um, you know, the any of any of the magical items that any of you are wearing. She points. Why did you all risk your lives for those baubles and trinkets? I didn't. Normally, it's to save someone. I think she's saying that they are going there for glory and treasure. <laughs> well, I'm wondering if there might be something else in the ruins, like, I don't know, a creature not native to this area. No creature not native, although a creature for sure, I can tell you. So you know something a little bit more then? I know of those ruins. I once lived in them. So what would be in there? A golem. Protecting a large velvet chest. Oh. Treasures so. from an ancient kingdom that once stood in those very ruins. Eventually, it fell to decrepity, as everything does in this damn mire. And then, individuals such as myself and my coven even spent the time living there. It's a wonderful place. How come the golem never attacked you, then? Because it guards the treasure, and I have no interest in what's in that box. And none of your other coven did? No, it's not the golem that killed them. No. Ask your question, young tall man. I No, there's no question. I'm just trying to put information together. Kind of hard for me sometimes. By the way, we have her word. As long as we keep her secret, we are safe. And as long as we don't cause a stir. I know, but then it kind of bears the problem of what happens when more adventurers keep coming through. Somebody's bound to stumble across this. Well, <sighs> we're not the only ones to probably have our news. What if somebody is less integrity-driven? Comes along. That is, unfortunately, tension. Not really our concern. Yeah. We have no interest in the ruins. What we seek lies in the opposite direction. So, what is it that you seek? We will we'll keep the secret, of course, but you know. We've got more things no. to do. Than, surprise at work. To then to guard this place. I'm guessing the golem has been around for a long time. She does ask, time. what is it that you do seek? That? No, shushes up. <laughs> not entirely sure we're comfortable revealing that. I mean, you have your secrets. Granted, I may have stumbled upon them. I apologize. But we also have ours. 
Yes, and the smell of particular crystals is strong on your spirits. I can well, make some guesses. And how exactly is it you know this? Your auras are reeking with it. Odd choice of words. Who else might be able to tell that? I would suppose anyone who has a deep link with the magic that makes this world turn. Druids? Individuals such as myself? That might explain why we've come across so many damn druids in this adventure. <laughs> Possible. Yeah. Hmm. So, she already knows what we're made out of. There's no harm in telling her what we're after. Well, she knows our secret. We know her secret. If you guys want to uh, divulge that information to her, I won't stop you. I, Ogden is going to just live and let live. We need information. We're stumbling into the tundra blood. This is true, and we are looking for the next town so that we can buy cold weather gear. Well, that's so that we can that's survive. Right. Yeah. More than anything, somebody who's deeply connected to the heart of the world, what makes it turn, all the crystals and their magic. Okay, well, how about this? Uh, have you noticed any natural earthly differences in your any surroundings nearby? Like um, Yes, I've heard murmurs. If you go past the marsh towards the tundra, you will have a hard time not hearing of the recent news. The lights don't shine as they once did. The aurora lights? Or? Similarly, yeah. Well, yeah, basically, yes. Okay. You guys, if any of you have any history with this part of the world, you've heard of them. It's quite a sight to behold. And they are very yeah. regular. They happen once a week. Okay. And they're no longer happening. Yeah. No, they're just not happening as brightly. No, they're not happening. Oh, okay. It's a phenomenon, but that's not a very specific location phenomenon. Well, that's a pretty of, specific location. Well, it's a specific location, but at the same time, not so much as a giant tree. Well, if something as common as these light shows would happen and then stop happening. Yes, but it is a very broad place, I'm imagining. So is a rainforest. Have you heard of anything else? I've heard that the mischievous yak folk have become more prevalent in the wake of those lights no longer in, no longer happening to guide travelers as they once did. Ogden has something to say. No, Hayden does. Hayden has something to say, not Ogden. Ogden has no clue. <laughs> the yak folk? Yes, men that look like yaks. Stand on two legs. <laughs> okay. If there's a pause in the conversation, Ogden inquires, how is it exactly that you're able to alter your appearance as such? Oh, this is actually quite true to my form, if I'm honest with you. Really? That was not the answer I was expecting to hear. Yes, I'm sure that your book-learned self and, well, prayer-filled ears is acquainted with the unfortunate looks of hags, all withered and evil. Mm hmm Well, what one hag derives their power from does make a great deal in terms of what they look like. Never thought of it that way. 
Where do yours come from? Not bloodthirsty in evil spirits of the wood. Fair enough. Okay. Well, I stand by what I said. We'll give you no trouble if you give us no trouble. Tomorrow morning we'll be on our way out of here. If you find a place very similar to the one that you're standing in now, and you're in the tundra, let the woman that runs that shop, or the man that runs that shop, know that Ildeva sent you. I'm sorry, Kenny, one more time. Ildevar? Ildeva. Like Ildeva? That demon is sick. <laughs> Why grant us a favor like this of just saying that you sent us? Because you're doing me a favor, aren't you? Airplane. I have nothing. If I walked out this door and told everyone in this tavern that you are all searching and working for the crystals that save and keep this world in balance, that would do nothing but help you. Valid. If you go out this door and tell everyone that this place is ran by a hag and pointed to me, you would do me nothing but a harm, would you? That's correct. So, a favor desires a favor, and now I've given you one. And we will give you one and remain silent. Currency, I understand at last. Indeed. All right. Please. No rest tonight. There will be nothing coming to your harm. Alright. And if at the edge of being crass... Naturally, I'd want no unrest in my home. Is there anything else you require of us tonight? Nothing that I haven't already said. Please, be merry. And we will retire. Yep, the door opens and you all can leave. Okay. Alright. Do you all go back and have drinks or, or food or anything, or do you guys just make a night of it? How early is it into the evening? Um, not not early. It's it's I would say ballpark at nine thirty to ten o'clock. Hmm. So you could call a night if you wanted to make an early morning, but not really necessary. Early to bed, early to rise. Indeed. Sure. Okay. All right, you all go to your room. It is a pleasant temperature. Uh, the, the the wine is still there, of course. Even if you drank it, there's a new bottle of wine there. Um, the food is there, and you all have a pleasant night. All right. Ogden's going to get out of his armor, stand it all up, and uh, hop into bed. However... Ever the uh, pessimist, he's probably going to keep the uh, his sword underneath his pillow. All right. Of course, sharp end pointing away from his head. Right. Yeah. right. He's just going to fall face first onto the mattress, splay down, just out cold. Yep. Okay. Uh, you all have a shared vision tonight. Oh. Yay! You all. Um, I've seen these guys in my dreams too. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> you just can't get me out of your head. Man. Ah. 
Anywho, you guys all find your consciousness standing on top of a pool of water. Before you is a massive tree. A tree so large it even dwarfed the tree that the crystal made. And its roots, you know, sort of come up and across the, the water's surface that your that your sort of astral projected forms are standing on. And at the base of the tree, sticking out of a single like rot root of wood, is a sword. And it sort of calls to you all and then screams in pain as your vision is wreathed in black fire. Hmm. And then the vision ends. The sword talked to us. Well, like, it beckoned you. Like, you you felt the notion of being called forth, but it's not like it was like, hey, man, come over here. Like, it didn't use words. Did it feel more like a request for aid or for a challenge? It, no, it was purely you calling you to it. I'd like to make a history check and see if this is a recognizable sword, like, I don't know, say Excalibur or something. Right, yeah, I, I feel you. Go ahead. Alright, um, history, that makes it a 15. Um, nothing comes to mind, although it is very curious how the, thinking on it more thoroughly... The blade of the sword looked like it was made of crystal. The same crystal that makes up the four crystals. So that counts as stone, right? No. <laughs> he just doesn't want me to get my times four proficiency on it. <laughs> I mean, just I mean, you also weren't touching it. It's also a dream. Well, no, I, I get a bonus to stone craft, which is part of uh, history. Anyway. Right, history. but you have to touch it to get that bonus. Oh, really? I thought that was only for trying. Never mind then. You have to touch it. Because if if you're not touching it, you're just making your educated dwarven guesses. But when you touch it, it's like you're talking to it. Oh, okay. Because Gnome, the spirit of the ground, gave that ability to you. Ah, that makes sense. Alright. This has been a really weird 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. A human who was actually a half orc, a, uh, yeah, a walking tavern. Was still a, a, a orc. You, no, I wasn't talking about you. No. <laughs> we we met our. Uh, by the way, for those of you who can count, tally second great hero of the last conflict. Yeah right. Yep. Um, God, they're long. long See, we get all four, man. Let's go for the collection. Right. God, I hope it's not like Borderlands Two where they all die in front of our faces, gruesome deaths. No, I would never steal one of the most poorly written fucking collaborative moments I've ever seen in a video game. Oh, okay, good. Sorry, I thought that that was really poorly done. I, yeah, that, that game kind of rubbed me the wrong way. After the third one that I saw dying from, he's like, I'm done. I, I didn't even have any of me to finish the game before. Anyway, getting back to D&D. Right. Alright, but uh, you all, you all, I don't know if any of you tried to stir yourself awake in the middle of the night after that vision. Uh, would that be like a, uh, a no, will save? No, you just tell me that you want to wake up. I mean, disturbing enough, Tension's probably going to wake up and try and shake it from his head and maybe be able to go back to sleep. Orc's going to continue to dream about things we normally dream about, like kittens. Okay. <laughs> um, just... I'm going to stay asleep, I think. Okay. 
All right. I figured Bork to be dreaming about pandas. You know, they're all half and half, just like he is. Oh, oh shit. Anyhow, no, the next morning you all wake up, uh, are treated to a wonderful early breakfast, um, and should you desire, you could head away straight on. It's probably best not to linger here. Yeah. Okay. All right, you guys uh, get your animals and make make to the road, and the day is relatively boring of a ride. And by the by, just before sunset, you can begin to see the form of a great, massive town in the horizon. And before it's fully dark, you come upon the gates of. It's weird. The whole the whole town is on stilts. To keep it out of the muck. Or yet, walk too. I'm sorry? <laughs> no, Ogden just making an off-color comment as we're walking up yeah. the town. And yet you can see a thriving, quite literal underbelly that goes on underneath the city. Huh. Neat. Uh, and a, so it goes into the water? Like the underbelly is below the surface? No, 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 no. No, no, no. You guys are on the ground, right? And the yeah. city stands maybe a total of 15 feet off the ground from the stilts that the town is raised on. But if you, like, looked out from the stairs that would lead you into the city proper, you could look at the underneath of that, like, base level that the whole city is on and just uh, okay. see the ghetto, basically. You see the slums okay. of the city, and it is literally... It's like a two-level city, though. Yes. Okay. Right, but it is literally oh, an underbelly. Okay, I get it now. Okay. All right, so uh, we'll not be going to the uh, underbelly. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't write that out yet. Let's uh, let's go find a place to stable our horses immediately. Okay. And uh, there is a great gate that stands before you, and a portcullis that prohibits your entry. A guard walk using a halberd as a walking stick and wearing chainmail armor approaches your group. And asks what brings you to the great city. Hello, we're adventurers passing through. We'll be here for a night. What did I call it? Therabin? What did I call the city? Therabin? Therabin, yes. Um, Check my notes. Do you need the LO rail? Thrombic. Thrombic, thank you. Do we need what? He asks if you're here for the LO rail. Um. where does the yellow rail go? North. Does it go west or it goes the, it goes east to the tundra and north to the tip of Yalzar Majora. Well we are going to the tundra, so now that we know that there's an yellow rail there, yeah, probably we could definitely take that. Well, is that all your business here, or will you be needing to go into the cat the city proper? We will be needing supplies, so probably city proper. Very well, then. Five gold ahead for entry, and I will stamp you so you may proceed. Five gold it is. Who's paying for Harman Karin since he is uh, immediately short of change at this moment? I got it. Okay. There goes the, Thank you, there, Genji. There goes the five gold I got from beating that guy's ass. <laughs> All right. I don't think it was a waste. I'm pretty sure you liked it. Yeah. Is he? <laughs> All right, and um, 
All right, so you guys are, are welcomed into the city. Uh, you guys, your your saddles are are branded uh, with a small insignia that sort of marks that this this horse has been paid to enter. Um, <laughs> yeah, essentially, and each of you get a slip that is a uh, sort of like a, a a slip of of peaceful entry. Alright, cool. Uh, uh, I'll have to make sure to store that uh, securely away. Okay. The portacollis is raised, and you are all, all allowed to enter. Yay! Excellent. Alright. Alright, well, go uh, stash the horses, yep. get a place today, and then go get some cold weather supplies. Alright. So, uh, we'll go ahead and let that shopping trip be um, homework for next week. Because it's coming up on the end of our session for the night. Mm -hmm. And instead of going 20 minutes over like we always do, let's actually end it about on time for once. Sounds good. And so if you guys want to go into the player's handbook and purchase any supplies out of the basic handbooks, um, the the town's uh, marketplace will have all of those items available. If you guys want to look into buying magical items, we can do that in character next week. But any of the items listed in the player's handbooks, like general inventory and items and arms and armory, you can buy at 120% of their normal price. So I demand. So at full price? Well, full price plus 20%. Oh, you said 120%. Yeah. I thought you said 100%. No, supply and demand. It's hard to get a hold of items this far out. No, nope, I'm completely okay with that, considering I'm the only one here. No, I'm not the only one here. Vim doesn't really need gear. Well, either way, we all need cold weather gear, and since there's no such spells in your elements, that kind of uh, undermines the buying scrolls that I was thinking of. So. Wait, there's no endure elements spell? Nope. Yeah, right? It's not a thing in 5th edition anymore. Hmm. I mean, it might be bundled in with a different spell that I just haven't realized yet, because Remove Disease is apparently bundled in with Lesser Restoration. Don't so worry, guys. Before next week, before next session, I'll look into um, traveling through harsh environments, uh-huh. and uh, and we'll look. I'll help you guys figure out what your options are. All right. Most likely, Ogden's going to ask uh, the like store clerks. All right, I'm going into the tundra. What do I need to not end up as a dwarf sickle? Right. And that's probably going to be the extent of the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to um, go all out. I'm tiny. I don't stay warm very well. All right. So that sounds like an end for this week. Sorry you guys didn't get a combat. We'll probably have one next week. But, uh, you know, you, the, oh, you know how this game campaign goes. There's not always guaranteed combats. Exactly. I mean, like you got like to do some always, story. Yeah. It's almost like life isn't always a struggle. <laughs> I mean, Tenshi got a combat, but it didn't last very long. I made it. I made out with even five gold. Woohoo! And you also didn't get knocked into negative hit points. Yay! That's a first. <laughs> yeah, Yay! Was. I finished the fight without getting my ass kicked. All right. So All right. that's a victory in and of itself. All right, listeners, thank you for joining us for another session of the campaign. I hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Good night. <laughs>